for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, Luke 2.19. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care, for providing trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Well, welcome to the show today. I am so excited. We are bringing you just the sweetest guest today. You are in for such a treat. I want to welcome you, Susan Cox, to the show. Hey, Kathy. Hi. I have a little bit of your bio. I want to read it. It's so personal. I'm, I pulled this off the Watermark Community Church website, and so I want you, Susan's going to tell us her story, and that's going to help you as my sweet listening friend to understand why I am so excited about getting her on the show. Susan, I have to ask you one quick question that I didn't give you any hint was coming. <laughs> I love oh, no. it. Not to make you feel uncomfortable before we ever get started, but do you do this often? Because I feel like you're the kind of person, like, to me, it's such a privilege to interview you. I was just wondering, are you used to doing interviews, or does people just knock on your door all the time for them? Uh, You know what, Kathy, it's a a little bit of both. Um, And I I answer that question with just Psalm 107.2, that, man, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And there is nothing that fires my soul more than to tell my story. I love it. I love it. That is exactly how I feel. You know what my favorite evangelism verse is? For by this will all men know you're my disciples, that you love one another. So you and yeah. I are on the same same wavelength. And speaking of that, I just wanted to do a shout out because there is somebody in this world who connected us. And I know she's probably listening in. My sister I won't say her name in public because that's really not fair for me to be dorky and bring her into it. But but she led me to the Lord. And so it's the perfect uh-huh. moment. Let the, you know, uh-huh. let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And also by this will all men know you're my disciples that you love one another. It was her Amen. love for other people that led me to Jesus. So how I sweet is that? That. That, is, okay. that is sweet, Kathy. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm going to give my listening friends just a little background on you. You can find this on watermarkcommunitychurch.com. There, my friend, new friend, Susan Cox, is the director of re-engagement. I've known about this ministry for a long time, and that's why I was so excited when my sister set up the opportunity for me to interview Susan. Here's what she says in some of her bio. I won't go into too much of it, but... This is so personal and so out there and authentic. I just wanted to read it for you. When I was, this is what she said. When I was 10 years old, I accepted Christ as Lord over my life, but I didn't let him rule over my life because I thought I could do it better. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was my, I mean, I could have written that, except you, you're such a good writer. You do that for me. And then uh, you connected with Watermark the summer of 2009. And this is what, she, this is the quote she included in public on her web, their website. Here's what she wrote. I showed up broken and wanting to hide. See, I think every woman in the world can relate to that, Susan. Through the re-engagement marriage ministry, God began his work in me. He gave me a new heart and a burning passion to tell about his goodness. Every Wednesday night, I have a front row seat on how mighty and powerful God is in healing marriages. And after serving in the classroom for almost 30 years, the teacher, that would be Jesus, has called me to lead and serve on the marriage ministry team. Well, I've been watching this for a long time because there was a moment in our marriage when I didn't think we were going to make it. And, and there was really no excuse. You know, if we had had a biblical reason for divorce, I probably would have divorced Dave just to be done with it. I was so frustrated and fed up. Mm. So my heart is really sympathetic. I, I just finished a book. It's called Marriage Conversations. If anyone listening is interested in that, I just really tell the truth about how hard it was for me. I don't think it's it maybe that hard for other people sometimes, but for a lot of us, it's harder than it looks. And mm -hmm. that's why I wanted you to come on and talk to us, Susan. Tell us a little bit about your experience with marriage. Ah, uh, girl, I wish if I could go back to the day of my wedding, I wish the pastor had added in these two verses. I wish he had added in 1 Corinthians seven twenty eight, which simply just says, man, for those who marry, you're going to have trouble. <laughs> and I wish. I, I do, Kathy. I wish that that verse had been a part of our vows. I also wish that he had added in, man, Romans 3.23 that just says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I remember yeah. when the back of the church doors opened and I walked down the aisle in my wedding dress, I mean, my eyes were locked on to my husband. And all I could think in that moment was, this is the best day ever. He makes me laugh. He's good looking. I cannot wait to live my life with him. I was already thinking about children and the house and the white picket fence and the new SUV that we would have to buy to hold all the things in our kids. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I had all of these dreams and expectations. And as I approached the altar that day, I kept thinking, man, this guy is my everything. He is going wow. to meet and complete me. And what I totally forgot, and I think all of us do on our marriage day, is I forgot that I was about to yoke myself to a broken man. Yeah. Romans 3.23, right? I mean, there's, there's no perfect husband. There is no perfect bride. And mm -hmm. when we stood before the pastor that day to take our vows, we completely it just wasn't even on the radar that as we married, that we were bringing into the marriage, our family of origin, our past hurts, habits, hangups, addictions. My husband had no idea that part of my past was childhood sex abuse. Mm. I never told anybody that part mm. of my story just for fear of what they would think. And so he didn't know that part about me yet. He also didn't know that I struggled with a pornography addiction. You know, we, we society talks a whole lot about how the men struggle in that area, but 
we don't talk about the women. And I will tell you from one who has had that part of her story, you know, it's, it's just as much of a struggle among women as it is men. We just don't talk about it. And my husband, what he brought to the marriage was dysfunction on his family side. His father was an alcoholic and left the family to marry an affair partner. And there was a lot of hurt and wounds from his side. And then the same thing for me. And boy, we brought that together the moment that we said, I do. And not knowing, right? We didn't, we didn't know one another that well. I mean, obviously we dated and did the engagement period, but I would say on our wedding day, I did not fully know him and he did not fully know me. And so we take off and head out for the honeymoon and we, we land in the beautiful mountains of Colorado and Kathy, 48 hours into the honeymoon, I looked at my husband and I, yeah. and, And I just said, Oh my gosh, what have I done? Oh, like no. I Yeah, it was this moment of I'm seeing the imperfection in him and obviously he's seeing the imperfection in me and and I thought, well goodness, you know, I'm just going to be in control in the marriage. I watched my mom be the leader <laughs> in in our home and you know, my husband didn't get that memo. <laughs> that is so, so funny. Well, you know, you, I don't know if you ever met my dad since, you know, my sister, but when we, when Dave and I were engaged, he said, one of the things he liked about David was he didn't think I'd ever be able to control him. And I, in my heart, I thought, oh, we'll see about that. But it turned out to be true. So that was kind of an eye opener for me. I think a lot of people have that. I mean, my, in my book, I wrote a story, like the first thing out of my mouth, I get in the car with my husband and we're leaving the wedding, going to the reception. And I said to him, the first thing, now I know why people get divorced. I mean, what a terrible thing to say to your groom. I mean, if it took you 48 hours, I'm really proud of you all. I thought it would be magic. I thought there would be like fairy dust. I didn't know. Yes. And, and the same for us. I mean, I really thought the, the, the dream of this, I mean, I'm, I'm the product of the Ken and Barbie era. You know, so I'm I'm thinking, man, this is going to be the Ken and Barbie marriage where you live in the, the Barbie mansion and you live happily ever after. And when the, the sin in both of us began to come to light, it's we didn't know what to do with it. And we knew we knew enough about Jesus. We both were professed Christians the day that we married. But we would tell you we were not deeply abiding in him. We were not living in a way that honored God's word. We were not um, spending time in his word, um, obeying his word, and living out the principles of scripture. We we were calling our own shots. And you know what? So, we're gonna, yeah. oh, sorry to interrupt. We're going to have to go to break here in a minute. And I want to be sure and get some information, even in this first few minutes, out to people. So, if they want to find reengage, we're going to talk more about how to transform your marriage here. And we're going to do a whole podcast devoted to that subject. So I want you to look for that too. But if they want to find you, Susan, and start finding out how to get reengaged to their church, how do they find it at Watermark? T- tell me a little bit about that. Real quick, though, we're, we've got a minute left on this segment. Great. So two ways. You can simply go to reengage.org or marriage help dot org 
both of those avenues will take you directly to the website. There's a tab on the website that simply says how to bring reengage to your church. Perfect. Okay. And you can find all the hyperlinks that she's been sharing and many more at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. Stay with us because when we come back, I'm going to ask Susan some really specific questions about how a change can look. This is Truth with the Texas Twang. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More Truth with a Texas Twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations. Life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, From Coexisting to Cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas. This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then, The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're talking to Susan Cox, and she is the director of, it's called Re-Engagement, and it is a ministry that was kind of spawned out of Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can find them at watermark.org. And and then Scott, I can't say his name. Is it Kedershaw? Kedersha. Scott Kedersha. He's agreed to come on the show, so I want you to watch for that interview. We we had to reschedule it with that all the weather that we've had this winter, but um, he's coming on the show before long, and so I'll enjoy talking to him. But the reason I wanted to get a couple of people on about reengagement and what they've been doing at Watermark, Susan. I've been watching this for 20 years because if only Dave and I had had this available to us, 
that I watch my sister and her husband come alongside couples. So for David and I, we just thought it was us. We just thought everybody else had a great marriage and they were doing fine and we were bad at it. And, and really, we did have some pretty serious communication issues. But now I know because the more we shared, our, here's what happened with us. We shared our story. And before we knew it, all these other people that we thought they had perfect marriages, they started coming to us going, oh, yeah, we've had the same problem. <laughs> like, really, you could have told me that 10 years ago. That would have really helped. <laughs> but probably I was too busy pretending to be perfect. So. Tell me a little bit about being on the front row, feeling like you had to hide. By the way, I want to mention this to you real quick. You mentioned two things in that opening segment. The the pornography, that is a big issue. We've covered it some on my uh, in my blogs and podcasts. So if you're interested, mm-hmm. one, of, one of the people, if you're listening in, Rosie McKinney came on the show. Her book is Fight for Love. And she did a whole chapter on women and how to and also children. And how it affects children and women. So do not miss a chance to get Rosie McKinney's um, book and you fight for love. And you can find all her hyperlinks and stuff on my website, kathycraffy.com. And then the other person, uh, Susan, I don't want to gloss over this, but but I do think our focus is on marriage today. But you mentioned being sexually abused as a child. My friend yeah. Deb Butterfield came on. She's She wrote Carried by Grace, which is the story of how, as a mother, mm-hmm. she found out that her daughter had been abused for many years by her stepfather, that her new husband mm-hmm. had been abusing the daughter. And her mm-hmm. daughter, so Sarah Van Hook, is now a therapist, and she came on the show. So if wow. that if, if when Susan Cox said that about being sexually abused as a child, if, if you're listening in and your heart went, oh, that's me, and it was painful mm. for you, there are mm. great resources from those two very fine women that came on the show. So please look for those. Okay, mm. Susan, okay. back to your story. You didn't stay in the pit. I mean, I know what it feels like to hide and sh- be ashamed, but you didn't stay there. So tell me what happened next. Yeah, we, we literally, so in 2009, walked through the doors of Watermark Church. I had hotel room keys in the bottom of my purse. I was in the middle of an affair. I was still entrenched in just the throes of pornography. My husband at the same time was unfaithful to me as he was traveling coast to coast in business. And I remember walking in the doors of this church and looking around, Kathy, like you said earlier, man, everybody around me looks to be so perfect. Yeah. They, they have this, right, they're, they're given the illusion that everything is fine and wonderful behind closed doors. And I remember sitting in that room thinking, I cannot open my mouth and let these church people know what's going on behind closed doors. I mean, our story yeah. involved fights that escalated to the point to where 911 calls were made. And I, I mean, I just was sitting in that crowd and I thought there is no way that these guys and gals can ever find out what's going on because I thought, what are they going to think about us? Like, what are they going to think? What will they say? And the pivotal moment that morning was Todd Wagner, our lead pastor just came to the stage and began to teach and something that he said that morning struck me to the heart. And he said, don't think for a moment that you are seated in a room with perfect people. I love he it. Said, you are in a room filled with broken men and women 
that we are here to search and seek a perfect God. And, and he went on to talk about his own life. And he shared a little bit about his own marriage and how he, too, has had struggles. And I remember leaning in thinking, I've never, ever in my life heard a pastor be that authentic and that real. And I thought, man, if this guy is showing me his need for Jesus, man, I I need Jesus. And my husband noticed in the church bulletin that morning um, the little paragraph that talked about re-engage. And he asked me, he said, do you want to check this out? And to be honest, in that moment, I was so entrenched in the sin. I I looked at him and I just said, hey, I I don't know. But we came. We came that next Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And I heard testimony after testimony after testimony of other men and women who had encountered struggles and trials and even significant crisis in their marriages. And the common denominator, Kathy, in every one of these stories, the common denominator of the sin and the um, the brokenness and the hurt and the pain was sin. And the common denominator for the healing and the redemption and the restoration was Jesus. And as my husband and I committed to re-engage, we committed to coming through the ministry. We got into a small group. We jumped into the 16-week curriculum, and every Wednesday night, we were peeling back the layers in our marriage, and we were coming to the understanding that the affairs and the porn and all the other stuff that we had done to hurt one another was just a symptom. Yeah. Those were temporary pleasures that Roll and I were running to to try to fulfill an eternal need that only Jesus Christ can give. And so through this journey, through the just the, the horrific, right, broken trust in the marriage and the hurt and the pain, we both encountered the love of Jesus Christ through his people, through his word, and through the local body called the church. And I, love I sit here today, I mean, like every day that I pull into the parking lot, guys, I, I have a key in my purse, but it's a key to this <laughs> church. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Amazing. It is. When people call and and share struggles in their marriage, I just want them to hear, man, the hope that all of us have. It's Jesus. And there's nothing that he cannot redeem or restore. And I want to say this. Watermark has grown quickly and they have a lot of buildings over the last 20 or 25 years. But I know, I mean, I, I know the connection below the surface. If you just look at the surface, you may miss the whole message, the whole ministry of what's happening there. But I know for sure, brave men and women stand up in that church every Sunday and they talk about real stuff because you're yeah. not the only friend I know that is, has spoken openly about the, the just this terrible addiction and, and malfunctioning trauma that is rooted in pornography, for instance. So I know they're dealing with real issues there and not just glossing over and pretending to be perfect. And I'm sure that's why the church has attracted so many people. They've really made a point of being real and reaching out to people in ways that we really need for other people to find us and help us. Absolutely. So when I... The more I heard about reengage, and I didn't even know the name of it, I just kept saying, "What is going on with that marriage ministry y'all have?" <laughs> Every time I'd see my sister, because I was so fascinated that it was working. We we had looked for ways to f- to find help here over here in Tyler, and 
honestly, if I'd understood it better at the time, I think I would have driven to Dallas. I just didn't know. So that's one reason I was so excited to be able to get the word out because this is working, but it it does take courageous people that are willing to tell the truth and say, marriage is hard. And it it is very easy to get swept away by our own need for uh, intimacy and companionship. That is a real opening for a lot of very worldly false uh, substitutes. So I, I appreciate you being so real about that. So tell me what is going on now. Like when y'all are together as a family, I know it's not perfect still. I I had to do an interview the other day and Susan, I was talking to my friend on air and she goes, well, now things are better with y'all, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh yeah, they're so much better because we rarely argue anymore, but we do still argue. I mean, we still have our moments. But uh, we've learned to communicate so much better now. So uh, that's why I'm just laughing. I know you don't have a perfect marriage, but tell me what you value the most as far as changes that have happened. Oh, such a great question. My husband and I would tell you and, and anybody listening to this is there are four things that we did to put into practice on a daily basis. And and I stress the word daily. It's not one and done. I mean, these are spiritual disciplines that my husband and I have just committed to. And the first one is Jesus. I mean, we have to understand that a deep abiding in him, that Jesus gives us everything that we need to love and to cherish and care for one another The second thing that we learned is I can't change my husband and he cannot Mm -hmm. change me. And we've learned that we have to draw a circle around ourselves individually and work on that one person inside the circle. Well, if I'm doing number one, if I'm abiding in Jesus and spending time in his word, then my life should line up with scripture. And when there's an argument between Roll and I, Scripture says that I've got to be quick to examine my own heart and find the ways that that I have been wrong. And so the way conflict looks now is when we conflict, we step back and go, okay, what part do I own in this? And then in humility, we come to one another and seek each other's forgiveness. We confess and we ask the other's forgiveness. The third thing that we've learned is that we have to be committed Jesus tells us that, man, when, when we marry, man, we marry for life. We marry until death do us part. And so, you, you we, know what? I'm, yeah. We're, we're going to run out of time. So tell me the other one. You have like less than a minute. Okay. So there's the commitment. And then the last part is community of just ah. being with other couples every week. So every Thursday night, we meet with other couples in our living room and we do life on life. Where these men and women spur us on, ask us questions, and we do the same for them. And we hold each other accountable to have a marriage that. that honors the Lord. I love that. Okay. you can. Fi- I know this is not enough time to talk to Susan. The great news is we're doing another broadcast today, and it will include really practical things you can use in your marriage today. So please look for that other podcast with Susan Cox. You can find all the hyperlinks on Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com or at Watermark. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. 
thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.